Eagles Entertainment. I'm safety Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's mark at the 30, at the 40, at the 50. Malcolm Jenkins is going 99 yards for a touchdown. And you're listening to the Eagles Insider Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Hi, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. And we're still early in this beat Dallas week, but it's fun around the NovaCare complex. The Eagles getting ready for what they know is a win or the season is over game on Sunday at 425 at the link. A Cowboys victory ensures that Dallas wins the NFC East for the second consecutive season. And by the way, no team since the Eagles in 2003-2004 has won the division in back-to-back seasons. So let's hope that that streak continues. To do so, of course, the Eagles are going to have to play much better football than they've played for most of the season. The last two weeks, comeback wins against the Giants and the Redskins, all fine and dandy. But the Cowboys certainly a much better team than those two squads. And they played great football on Sunday, ending a losing streak, beating the Los Angeles Rams, The offense in gear, the defense taking the football away. Yep, the Eagles have to play their best game of the year to defeat a Cowboys team that whipped up on the Eagles way back in October, 37-10 at AT AT&T Stadium. All right, so in this Eagles Insider podcast, the first of two before the kickoff on Sunday, we're going to go chronologically, some random observations and interviews as we lead into Sunday. We'll hear from Ike Reese, who's one of the hosts at WIP. He's got the pulse of the Philadelphia sports fan, also obviously knows this rivalry very well. Mike Quick, in the radio booth for 23 years, obviously a member of the Eagles Hall of Fame. We'll talk to him. Miles Sanders doing some community work on Monday night after his big game on Sunday. I had a chance to visit him at Lincoln Financial Field and talk to him. So let's begin here with the head coach, Doug Peterson. Talk to him on Monday afternoon after his press conference. He's putting away the game against the Redskins, and he's full bore into the challenge, the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles stop them once. Can they stop them again? Can they stop them again? It'll be fourth down and one. And Switzer's going to go for it again. I think Switzer should be punting here. I wish he were punting here. He's got a lot of confidence in his offensive line. Can they do it again? They could pass, too, to Novacek, who's in motion. Here we go, fourth down. They give it to Smith, and they stop him again! They stop him again! And this time they can't take it away from the Eagles. The same play. It's Groundhog Day! It's Groundhog Day! They did it again! Hey, Coach, uh, crazy game this NFL, right? You you go, you lose Nelson Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey, Lane Johnson, and then the last six quarters here, the Eagles have been really prolific offensively. How do you explain that? I, you know, I, I just think that it comes down to, um, you know, each each guy really on offense. And I give a lot of credit to Mike Rowe and, 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 and coordinate, coordinating all the personnel groups and the guys that we have. And I say all the personnel groups, but we're, we're kind of limited on personnel, right? Um, we've had three receivers, three tight ends, three backs in the last two football games, and, and, and we've, done, we've done pretty well and, and come away with wins. But 
You know, it's just uh, it, it just comes down to each guy just kind of owning his his responsibility, doing his job, um, focusing in on the game plan each week, and and then for, as coaches, not getting overly complicated with with a lot of scheme or with a lot of formations or moving parts, so that our guys can just settle in and play fast. It was interesting last week. You were asked about the wide receivers and having only three healthy wide receivers, and your response was, "Well, I don't look at it that way. We have nine receivers." So you're using the three running backs, the three tight ends, the three wide receivers. Is there some altering that you've done with personnel, pa- seven personnel packages against Washington, for example? Yeah, we had seven different personnel groupings, and, and you know it, it utilizes everybody, whether we have Miles and Boston in the game at the same time, or we got all three tight ends in the game at the same time, or two tight ends, or you know, uh, you know Perk and Zach Ertz, you know, Perkins and Zach Ertz in the game at the same time, or whoever it might be, and just... Just moving, moving these guys around, and, and, and I think that um, wherever we can create a, a matchup or an opportunity to, to execute a play, um, you know, we're going to do that, and we're going to try to take advantage of that because we understand where we are as a team offensively, and, and in order for us, to, I think, to sustain the success we've had, we've got to continue to grow the three receivers, the three tight ends, and, and the three running backs and, 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 and work those together. If you use seven against Washington, how many would you normally – use in a, in a game when you have everybody? I mean, when you got everybody, you might be at four huh. at the most, you know, four to five, um, you know, depending on who you have and who you have available. Because typically you have more, you have four receivers at least, or maybe five, and, and then two or three of those guys are helping out on special teams, and, and you can kind of focus in on more of your, you know, your, your two tight ends sets, your, your three receiver sets, things like that. But, but in our case, we're, we're having to get a little more creative just because we're down on, on, on bodies. Which does what? To the defense, an element of uncertainty, surprise, anything? Well, so, a little bit of all that. Um, you know, and again, wherever we can create a, a, a matchup, you know, whether it be a, a, one of our backs on a linebacker or, you know, a tight end maybe on a safety or a linebacker, you know, when, especially when you put three, line, three tight ends out there, there's going to be a matchup somewhere. And then, and then we just have to coach our quarterback, Carson, to, to find that guy, to find that matchup and, and try to – Try to uh, utilize that to our to our advantage. So, you know, uh, being creative that way has helped us. Um, also, being creative a little bit with play design and, and moving these pieces around, um, you know, to, to help us win these games. Has it made you a better head coach? And has made you a better game day guy? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, because now I, you know, from my standpoint, um, you know, during the course of the week, as I study the game plan, now I get to what's what's fun about what I do calling plays is it's like it's like a chess chess match where mm-hmm. I get to, I got these pieces over here and I want to I want to move them here and move them over here and then I want to substitute some pieces you know and, and and just try to try to keep the defense guessing just a little bit especially early in the football game until you get kind of settled in on on okay how are they going to attack us today and then how are we going to attack them. And then, and then it just becomes execution after that. But early in the football game, it's, it's fun to be able to utilize as many as I can, um, you know, especially in those openers, to try to keep your defense or keep a defense off balance. If there are seven stages to being a great, all-time great quarterback in the NFL, what have the last two weeks meant for Carson? I mean, these are, these are two, two great weeks, not only in the development of, of Carson, but I think from the standpoint of, of being able to put a team our team kind of on his shoulders, on his back, and, and lead us to victory. Uh, fourth quarter comebacks, fourth quarter wins, overtime wins. These are all things that 
quarterbacks, especially the, the elite quarterbacks in our league, get measured by. One is obviously Super Bowl wins, and then two would be these, in my opinion, would be like these fourth quarter comebacks and, and, and how, how important that is to be able to put the team on your back and say, hey, I'm going to get the job done. And he's been able to do that now these last couple of weeks, and that's a, that's a, that's a great step in the growth and the development of, of a young quarterback. Yeah, because Carson always is, is a super confident guy, right? But, but, but going out and doing it, it adds another level of confidence. It does. And, and, and it, not only his personal confidence, but I think the confidence of your team. And, 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 and that's the thing that now, uh, you know, having been able to do this, I, I think now the next time we're in this opportunity or this situation, you know, people – and then people around you begin to play better, right? They, they elevate their game because they know that we have a really good chance of coming back and potentially, you know, winning a game or at least putting us in position to – uh, win a football game, but uh, it definitely elevates everybody around the quarterback. Little game on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. So much at stake, NFC East. Is there? Uh, what does Dallas Week in general mean to you? You know, this is always an exciting time, an exciting week. Um, you know, we know, we know the city of Philadelphia and obviously the Dallas community. I mean, these two, they, they go back and forth. And it's always, even back in 1999 when I played here, you know, they're, 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 first win. When you hear the fans, it's like, hey, we only want you to win two games a year, right? And it's both Cowboy games. I mean, that's just that's just the way our fans. Uh, so we know the importance of, of these types of weeks. But listen, it's uh, it's 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 one game of our 16 game schedule. Uh, it is an NFC East opponent. Obviously, there's a little more at stake, you know, because of the NFC division and and, and a chance to make the postseason. And um, but. We can't look to Sunday right now. We got to we got to stay focused on our process and and uh, have a great week of preparation and study and and uh, get some guys healthy and and then and then go play uh, at the at the link on Sunday afternoon. Don't say anything. I will announce at the end of this segment here. But I ask you, 1999, Andy Reid, the head coach, Doug Peterson, the quarterback, touchdown pass to what wide receiver? to beat the Dallas Cowboys for the first win in the Andy Reid era and the first win in the Doug Peterson quarterback Eagles era, which how would you define that era? Brief, probably. Brief. My man. Brief. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> but But distinguished, for but sure. But after that, things were rolling <laughs> after right. that. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why is that defense uh, why is that defense so good? One is their personnel. Uh, they got great personnel. They got great pass rushers uh, up front. I mean, it really starts with those those front four guys, and 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 then their linebackers. These linebackers can run. They're athletic. Sean Lee's playing a little bit more, so he's he's kind of the field general out there, you know. But and and then their secondary. It's it's a group that's been together now for for a year or two, and so they they're getting comfortable within the scheme uh, of what they're doing, and and it's a it's a tough defense. Uh, you know, it, it's a defense that they don't do a lot schematically, but within the the scheme, they can they can move some pieces around. You know, they'll stem their front. They'll they'll uh, you know move their linebackers a little bit, make some adjustments that way. Some of the coverages are a little bit more unique, but um, it's a sound defense. They're they're solid, uh, but again, it starts with their front uh, and, and getting after the passer. So, what has in past games? I mean, they certainly put it together on Sunday against the Rams. What had worked? against that defense in previous games? Were teams running the ball well on the Cowboys, and what were they doing? You know, team, yeah, teams have been able you know, to have success running the ball. Um, you go back to the, the, the Bears week a couple weeks ago and the success they had there running the football. I think Trubisky played, played a, probably one of his better games of the season, obviously. 
Uh, and he had some rushes in that game that, that uh, sometimes defenses don't account for. You know, the quarterback is just, just a numbers game sometimes. And, you know, he, he had some rushes there. And, and, then, and then that kind of opens up a couple of things with your play action, you know, pass world and some screens and things like that. But, again, this is a, de- this is a defense that can, that, can, that can get after you. Uh, they got after us the first game and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, um, and really shut us down as an offense, and and uh, you know we got to be able to take care of the football, which we didn't do a great job of in the first game, and and uh, you know again it comes down to just uh, you know each man understanding his job, his assignment, and, and and go play. How will you handle the week at the Novacare Complex? Is it just like every other week in your mind? Do you change things at all? You know it, we're so far into our season right now that it's hard just to up and change just for the sake of change. I mean. Yeah, we understand the importance of this week, but but routine is routine, and, and, and the guys like the structure and the, the routine of that. So you know, we're going to keep things. I'm going to keep things you know relatively the same. You know, bottom line is you know with the injured guys, we got to make sure they're healthy and ready to go. But at the same time, they've got to get the mental reps too. So um, you know, walkthroughs become important, and and things like meeting time becomes important, where they got to be dialed in and locked in mentally uh, on their assignments. But from, from an overall structure, you know, I don't change weeks like this. I mean, we're talking about two, two weeks left in our regular season, and, um, you know, we just got to continue to trust our process. The Dallas Cowboys offense, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, that's a pretty darn good one-two-three punch. That's a, that's a really good dynamic punch, and, and uh, we know, you know, Zeke, can, once he, if he gets hot and starts running the football, and uh, it just opens up so much more for, for Dak and the play-action pass, and, and Amari's a tough receiver, and, uh, he's creative and can get can get open and whether you're playing zone or man he, he's that type of receiver and you know so it, again it's uh, um, defense has got their hands full you know obviously the ability to stop the run and, and, and stop it you know right away in the game and, and and then and then just continue to do that for for 60 minutes so um, again it starts in practice uh, you know uh, I, I talk to the guys all the time about that I mean we if you're going to win a game on Sunday, it starts on your, your Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, Saturday prep, and, and uh, we got to have a good week of preparation. Are you steeped in history, Eagles-Cowboys, like 2008? If I say that to any Eagles fan, they know 2008. It doesn't last game of the regular season. A bunch of things had to happen. Cowboys of, come to lot town. Of, a lot of football games. Yeah. Between them. Well, that's what I'm, I'm filling you in right here. Eagles get the Cowboys at Lincoln Financial Field. Take care of them 44-6. Roar into the playoffs. Go to the NFC Championship game. This is what we want to see. On Sunday, great atmosphere, great emotion, and a big Eagles victory. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I, I mean, our fans are going to be jazzed. I'm looking forward to our crowd and, and, and coming out of that tunnel and, and, and seeing everybody in the seats you know, right before kickoff and uh, making it loud for them. And, and that's what our players feed off of, right, the energy of the crowd. And uh, it's going to be an electric, uh, electric atmosphere. So 1999, Eagles-Cowboys Veterans Stadium – Doug Peterson throws the ball to what wide receiver? Charles. Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. Touchdown. What was the what was the play call? Do you recall? I think it was Fox two week Z dagger. Okay. I believe it was the play on a on a clear route. I believe. Down, yep. Down the middle. They Perfectly zero, delivered football. Zero blitzed us and uh, threw it over the top. And uh, if I remember correctly, and uh, he he made the catch and bailed me out and made did, the touchdown. Did you get a game ball for that? I don't think so. <laughs> what? I don't think so. I know you were jumping down the field like you were 14 years old. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Congratulations on that one, Coach. A belated congratulations on that. It meant a lot to us. It's overdue. Good luck, good luck on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Doug Peterson, Dave Spadaro, our weekly one-on-one. Thanks for joining. All right, so good stuff there from Coach Peterson. Now, Miles Sanders. 
The second-round draft pick from Penn State has had quite the rookie season, establishing franchise records for most rushing yards by a rookie in a single season and most total yards by a rookie in a single season for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was at the stadium on Monday night doing work for the Eagles in the community, but he took a few minutes to talk to me about that part of his job, which is very important, and about the football aspect at which he is only going to get better. Spagnuolo comes out of the game, and now Wilbur Montgomery comes in. Eagles tried to give the Cowboys a new look on that first down. They had put Wilbur on the field and brought him back. Second down and ten, the Cowboys with six defensive backs. Jaworski gives off inside, running with Montgomery up the right side. Left 30, 25, 40, 15, 10, touchdown! Wilbur Montgomery! Montgomery explodes on the right side, and the Eagles have scored first. Jaworski went for Montgomery, and Robert Gavin, 42 yards for a touchdown. The block, Woody Peoples and Jerry Sizemore, and the Eagles have struck. It's Monday night, and Miles Sanders has just come off a great football game against the Washington Redskins. And you're working in the community tonight, the Eagles Huddle for 100 initiative, Miles. Why is the community so important to you? Uh, it has to be important. You know, you have to work uh, hard on and off the field, you know. Uh, just uh, give back, always give back, you know, because uh, um, everybody's, there's a lot of people that wants to be in, uh, in, my, in my position, you know. So I'm blessed enough to have this opportunity to do what I love and, and I always uh, feel good doing uh, stuff for the community and giving back. What did your body feel like today after that game? You had 25 touches, career high, big game. How you feeling? Uh, feeling all right. Uh, not as sore as I thought I would be. You know, uh, just I continue uh, taking care of my body for this last uh, two day, two game. Miles, how would you kind of put your rookie season in perspective today? Um, you know, uh, ups and downs, of course. Uh, uh, learning, uh, growing, uh, maturing. You know, each and every week. Uh, I feel like uh, just getting better in everything uh, that I'm doing so far, and I'm just happy that I'm uh, doing doing everything I can to help this team uh, uh, get wins. So uh, that feels feels real good when a dream come true. I don't think people understand how much how complex the coaching that you get is. If you knew then, I mean, in Penn State, what you know now, would you be would you have been a totally different running back? I mean, is it that intricate the stuff you, that you learn how to? the nuances of playing the position? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll be a totally different running back uh, in college. I mean, we'll be talking about maybe uh, 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 earlier pick, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I learned I learned a lot uh, since I got to the league, you know. It's very kind of simple in, in college, really, and uh, just learning lots of different schemes and, and coverages, blitzes, all that type of stuff, you know. And getting uh, good coaching that we have, uh, especially with Deuce, you know, he does a good job and have all the respect for him and all the trust in him, you know, uh, just listening to him and doing what he tells me to do so because uh, he believes I could be great. What is, is there one thing you can point to that's kind of been the most, the area that you've improved the most? Uh, the running game, uh, I think. Uh, just getting more comfortable, you know, uh, feeling and I'll uh, read, put my eyes in the right place, you know, reading who I'm supposed to read and then just playing fast. Miles, talk about Deuce Staley and, and how intricate he, and how important he's been. Talk about Deuce and how important he's been to your career. Uh, it was very important, you know. Um, First, I want to. I mean, I always uh, thank him. Uh, at, after I broke the records, you know, uh, he, he reached out to me, and all I did was just thank him for believing in me, you know. And he said he always believed in me. He's trying to get it out of me, you know, uh, just getting the best out of me and 
that's pushing me and to the best of my ability. Last one, it's Dallas week. Eagles had a tough time in Dallas. What do you think the mindset's going to be this week in practice? we got to win. Yeah. Smarting from that, it hurt losing like that in Dallas, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, now we're in a situation where we can uh, win the division with this game. So uh, we already know all on the line right now. Back to the assembly line, Miles Sanders. Thanks so much. Thank you. On Tuesday in the cafeteria at the Novacare Complex, ran across Mike Quick, former Eagles Pro Bowl and All-Pro wide receiver. Oh, boy, wouldn't he look great in this offense. And we talked about the Eagles and this matchup against the 7-7 Dallas Cowboys. It is second and goal from the six. Under center, Bledsoe. Glenn in motion. Bledsoe back. He looks, fires for the end zone, intercepted, intercepted, running with the football down the left sideline to the 50, it's 40, 30, 20. It's Lito Shepard raising the ball as he dives into the end zone. He dives into the end zone, reminiscent of the Eagles' win over the Cowboys when James Willis picked off Troy Aikman in the end zone. 102-yard return of an interception by Lito Shepard. What a way to seal it with 16 seconds left. And they are celebrating. And why not? It's party time in Philadelphia. Mike, it's Dallas Cowboys week. What, what does Dallas Cowboys week mean to you? So, Dave, in just the way you say it, it's different. It's not the Dallas game. It's Dallas week. And... Everyone gets geared up all week long because it's the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, I go back a long ways with this this whole matchup, this rivalry this week, and it's always a very, very special week. I mean, I don't even know where to start here. The Eagles this season has been so up and down. We talked about it last week with Merrill. Eagles go to Washington and win a game in the fourth quarter. It, they're just not making anything easy this year. No, and it's not easy. And, you know, if you look at the Cowboys and especially what they did last week against the Rams, that's a really good football team. And their offensive line played so well in that game. Um, I think it really begins there. If the Eagles have a chance of winning this game, their defensive line has to play well and they have to get some hits, get some sacks on deck, something that they weren't able to do against Dwayne Haskins last week. But that's going to be an important factor in this game. You know that Ezekiel Elliott hasn't lost playing against the Eagles. Every The five games that he's been in, when the Cowboys played them, they've won those games. He's so effective running the football, and when he starts to do that, it makes their passing game that much more lethal because you've got to dedicate an extra guy to trying to stop him. The, the defensive line, Mike, you mentioned it, will start there. Very disappointing against Washington. So Derek Barnett may not go again. I mean, how, how do the Eagles step up their game? Listen, they're going to get some one-on-ones because all teams want to get four hands on Fletcher Cox. They want to double-team Fletcher. And guys that have one-on-one, Brandon Graham. If you got a one-on-one, Josh Sweat. If you got a one-on-one, Vinnie Curry. Whoever's in the game. If you've got a one-on-one, you've got to be able to win those one-on-ones. And that is where it all starts and ends. If they're unable to do that, they're going to have some problems. Mike, the other matchup is Amari Cooper. He's got 21 catches, three touchdowns in three games against the Eagles, averaging 19 yards per catch. We saw him just take over the game last year. I mean, I, I, And we see receivers running open against this defense. Yep. What does Jim Schwartz do against Amari Cooper? <laughs> so, again, I go back to the guys up front. 
because a guy like Amari Cooper, he's going to be able to get open if he has time. Michael Gallup, another guy, he's going to be able to get open if he has time. To help the guys on the back end, you know you don't have the best of talent on the back end. The guys up front, they must be effective. Mike, the Eagles offense goes into another game here with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Greg Ward and Joshua Perkins and Robert Davis. Carson Wentz, it just doesn't seem to bother him. I think these guys are Carson's guys. They're growing up with Carson in terms of playing time. You know, Carson is the veteran of those guys. So to have those guys and have the success that they've had over the past couple of weeks with Carson, I think it's a huge plus going into this game. I think they're more confident. I think he's more confident in them. Thus, that helps going into this game. It's just different, though, going against the defenses of the Giants and the Redskins. And I mean, can these players get open against uh, not a great cover group, but a better cover group? They absolutely can get open against this group. And a part of it is scheming. And some of the plays from last week, if you take the the game-winning touchdown, that was more scheme than it was. These guys are great guys in getting open. So part of it is going to be scheme. And the other part is just going to be you've got young athletes with, with fresh legs and guys who have the ability to run away from guys, especially on those crossing routes, which this team likes to run. In in the first game between these two teams, Eagles Two quick turnovers down 14 nothing, ball game over, 37-10. Yep. Maybe the low point of the season. Do you think that game, Mike, is in the players' minds as they get ready for Sunday? I hope it's in their mind because they have to be able to avoid against that. They have to start the game fast. When you go down two touchdowns against the Cowboys, they're too talented for you to win in those situations. And this team doesn't have that big play guy. They don't have that quick strike. They don't have that in their arsenal right now. This is a team that will methodically move the ball down the field and hopefully score touchdowns at the end of those drives. But when you allow teams to get up on you that many points, it's very difficult to catch up. I look at the matchups and I think, okay, Carson Wentz against Dak Prescott. I think Miles Sanders, who's playing so well against Ezekiel Elliott. The two lines of scrimmage are very good. Um, What's it going to come down to here? I think it's going to come down to the team that has the – that doesn't make mistakes. If you're mistake-free, if you're not hurting yourself, those self-inflicted wounds that the Eagles will put on themselves from time to time, that will kill you in this football game. I think the team that will have the least mistakes will be the team that will be the happiest at the end of this game. It comes down to turnovers. Eagles only have a few of them in the seven games that they've won. Let's go play. It sounds like a, almost a, an error-free game. It has to be that, and, and hopefully... You get some of those guys back that are trending towards playing in this game. You know, the Lane Johnson and some of those guys that could really help this football team. Thanks, Mike. Yep. It is a game the Eagles need to win or they are out of the playoff race. Linebacker Ike Reese knows a thing or two about the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry. And he also knows that the Eagles defense must step up and play by far its best game of the season against Dallas. And that will have to happen without linebacker Camus Grugier-Hill placed on injured reserve with an injury suffered in Sunday's game against Washington. Big loss for the linebacker core. So the Eagles will go with Nate Gary, TJ Edwards, Nate Singleton. All of these young players are going to have to really step up against Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Jason Witten, Dak Prescott, and a Cowboys offense that puts up big, big numbers and that on Sunday 
scored a whole lot of points against the LA Rams. One-on-one with former Eagles linebacker Ike Reese. Ike, it's a special week, of course. The Dallas Cowboys coming to town. We're still a few days away from the game. What are you feeling about this matchup? Well, I'm excited because of the matchup and obviously who they're going up against and what's at stake. I wish we had a little more to bring to the table um, against this Cowboy team that we all know is very talented. Um, They seem to have benefited from that 10-day rest. Uh, They look very good against the Rams this past week. So we got our work cut out for us. What concerns you more about this football team, the offense or the defense? Right now, I would say the defense. I would say the defense. I think the offense... They may not start fast in some of these games, but I think if you give them time, they can sort of get some rhythm going. But if you if you force them to be one-dimensional by not being able to get stops on defense and the opponents are putting points on the board, then I think everything falls apart offensively. So uh, we need to get back defensively to where we were three weeks ago, right? I just think we slipped up a little bit over these past couple of weeks. And the Cowboys, they can hurt you on the ground or through the air. It's a tough matchup. The Eagles... Derek Barnett, we don't know if he's going to play. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. I mean, it's a huge challenge. Dallas Cowboys are good up front. Yeah, and to me, if we have any chance of slowing down that Cowboys offense and winning this game, it's going to start with our defensive line. You have to be able to dominate the line of scrimmage, and because they can hit you through the air or on the ground, you need to be able to stop the run with Ezekiel Elliott first and foremost with your front seven, and allow that secondary to focus in on Gallup and uh, Amari Cooper. I I just don't get the defense, honestly. The Washington game was befuddling to me. Other than that four-game stretch against uh, Chicago, Buffalo, Chicago, other than that four-game stretch against Buffalo, Chicago, New England, Seattle, this defense hasn't been what we thought it would be. I agree, and I think what has happened – since we've gotten everybody back and we've had those that four-game stretch where we look really good, um, Miami sort of exposed something there, right? And uh, it's, 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 the, it's what troubled us early in the season, giving up the big play, giving up the deep ball. And so now you got teams that feel confident if they have – any type of receiver and quarterback sort of duo out there, they're going to take their chances putting the ball up in the air and letting their receivers go up against our secondary. But the only reason that's even possible is because we aren't getting any pressure up front. And that's really where it starts at. Fletcher, Brandon, be great if we can get Derek back out there. Um, that's where you're going to affect the passing game is by attacking the quarterback. Our secondary is what it is. Um and Cooper, Gallup, uh, Randall Cobb, the two tight ends, that's a formidable passing uh, arsenal that this defense is going to have to slow down. And to me, the only way you do it is by winning up front. And maybe the best defense is an offense that stays on the field, running the football. Are the Eagles capable of doing that with this offensive line, with Miles Sanders, with Boston Scott? We don't know yet about Jordan Howard. I think they're capable of it, but it has to be a good mixture of play calling, right? And when people say running the football and time of possession, I get it. But with our running game, I think we need a mixture of, yes, the run, but also those screen plays. Those screen plays are basically running plays, and it allows guys like Miles Sanders and Boston Scott to get in the open field and use their elusiveness to try to create plays. So uh, we need a nice little mixture of that, even throwing in some of the tight end screens, right, to complement the running game. Because let's face it, it's not an explosive offense. 
And most of our scoring drives have been double-digit plays out there. And to your point, I think that can be a great defense for us. It's, it's time of possession, keeping that Cowboys offense on the sideline. Finally, like, how big is this moment for Carson Wentz? I think it's the biggest, right? They keep getting bigger as the games become more important. And I like what I've seen from him the last couple of weeks. Um, if nothing else, his ability to make guys around him better. Uh, he's obviously still needs to clean up some things like turnovers. But this is why you play here in Philadelphia. For these rivalries, this time of the year, late in the year, this is an opportunity for Carson to add another chapter to what is a early part of the book of his career. I think it is a huge moment uh, in the early portion of his career. A win here will go a long way uh, in building confidence with him, his teammates, and the city. And that will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. That gives you a taste of what's happening around the NovaCare Complex as the Eagles dig into the game plan Wednesday through Saturday, getting ready for Sunday and what will be an electric atmosphere at Lincoln Financial Field. We're back on Friday with Carson Wentz exclusively for the Eagles Insider Podcast. Thanks so much to Peter Kelly and Trevor Hayes for putting this all together. Thanks to all of you for joining in each and every week and being part of this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Insider Dave Spadaro saying thanks for joining everyone. Make sure you subscribe, rate us, and pass the word. We love as we are expanding our insider programming. Thanks, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!